so much that I could share, um, but I am going to try and stick to Psalm 8. I mean, let's, let's just read it straight of all. First of all, it says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth, who has set the glory or thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honour. Thou made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever patheth through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. It's, be- it's a beautiful psalm, isn't it? Just beautiful. Absolutely amazing psalm. And I want to just look at a couple of really important things. I mean, of course, this morning we had the children, the children were praising and out of mouths and babes and nursing infants, you've ordained praise. I mean, they were praising and worshipping God. It's very important that. Um, and then it says down there, what is man that you are mindful of him? What is man? That was what he was asking. What's man that you are mindful of him? But of course, the answer to that is that, well, his mind was full of you before he ever created the world or the earth. His mind was full of you. And this is, this is some of the stuff that we have to begin to pick up because you've got to be able to separate these two things, who you are and what you do. Do you understand me? Because if you don't separate those two things, you can become very confused and very insecure. Your security is built on the fact of what God says about you. Do you understand me? Now, our performance, our, our works, our behavior, the things that we do, the function, well, sometimes we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong. That's just a fact of life. But we can learn from everything, can't we? Isn't that wonderful? We can learn from everything. But if you don't understand that these two things are different, separate, then you're going to have a problem all your life. Who you are... Is not measured by what you do. It's not. God, Phil, can you just come up here, bruv, and bring your mobile with us? Or with you. And would you just show us that picture that you showed us this morning, first thing? What was the first thing you, you did when you came in this morning? I just showed you a picture. Yeah. Who was it? Um, it was Halle Harper Ainge. Halle Harper Ainge. That's the first thing that he did. Yeah. Now, would you like to show everybody that? Well, I, they won't see it. Don't let us see it, will they? There you go. Oh, can you see it? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Look. Yeah. yeah. Now, if we, if we just wait one moment. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no if we just wait one moment. <laughs> no, no. No, no. no you see, look, 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 you see. 
the first thing that he did, thank you, Phil. Thanks. The first thing that he did when he came in the room was show us a picture of Halle Harper. And then he just began to well up. So did you. So did I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it reminded, I just said to Phil, it reminded me of a t uh, yesterday we were in uh, Liverpool seeing uh, Maria and Brad and Aurora and Chastity's been with them all week. But yesterday as we were going, uh, she's just at that age now where she begins to, to kind of understand what's going on. And just as we were going, Maria passed her to, to Shasta, and she just went and, and, and drew Shasta to herself and, and, and they just loved each other. And immediately Shasta began to cry. Because it was, and we all began to cry. And Maria went, oh, you're welling up, mama. <laughs> but listen, listen. Just get it, get it into your heart and into your mind. God loves you more than anything that I just said. Why? Because of what you did? No. Because of who you are. You are his kid. You. And he loves you because of who you are. You were made in his image. And all the other stuff... In, in this beautiful, all the other stuff, he's taking care of it. Everything. All the other stuff he's taking care of. So if you make a mess of something, well, yeah, you want to put it right, don't you? You want to do what is right, and you want to do what is good, and you want to be that person that you know you can be. But sometimes you're not that person. But does he stop loving you? Never. He loves you all the time for the person that you are. Always. Just right now, he's focusing in like that, that star that was just giving out constantly. That sound, constant. I mean, that's a star. But God is constantly singing over you. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, even the creation is singing all the time. Well, the creation belongs to him. It's not just singing to God. You just heard creation singing. Beautiful. Well, he is singing over you all the time. Everything singing over you. Everything was created for you. So when the, when, when the psalmist says, who is man that you were mindful of him? Well, he's, God is going, what? Don't you understand? Do you not understand? I am not just mindful, but I am focused. Let, let's just... I just want to read this because I read this in, I think it was the message version. This is what it says. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had you in mind, had settled on you as the focus of his love. Isn't that beautiful? Long before anything was created, he had you in his mind. What is man that you were mindful of him? And his, quest, his answer is, my mind is full of you all the time. If you could sense my vibes, if you can feel the vibes that are coming out from me, says Father God. If you could feel it and just know it just for a moment, every insecurity would disappear. Waves of love are coming from him. But you have got to receive it. 
and receiving it is a choice. You can't just sit there and go, mm-hmm, mm. no, no, you can't, you can't be English anymore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. That's what you've got to do. Right there, you've got to choose it. You've got to actually make that choice and you have got to go, God, you are mindful of me. You have seen me. You know me. You love me. I am precious to you. I am so precious. Man, and I look good. Baby, you are good this morning. Huh? No, no, but really, so you need to do it. Because the problem that you have is that you have not discerned between who you are and what you do. You have got to begin to go, I am loved for who I am. I am loved for who I am. Come on, say it after me. I am loved for who I am. Come on, let's do it again. I am loved for who I am. Okay, stand up. Let's do it. I want you to get in your spirit. I want you to get inside your being. I am loved for who I am. I am loved for who I am. Come on, do it like that. I am loved for who I am. Yes, you were precious. You were a treasure. You were special. God loves you in ways that I can't even speak. He loves you in ways that it's not possible for me to speak about. Huh? Really? He loves you that much? What is man? Okay, you can sit down. What is man that you were mindful of him? And he says, I am, I am not only mindful of you, I am focused on you, I am centered on you. You see, the whole point is that we know it when it went wrong, but Jesus is like, he's like the second man. He's the real Adam. God always knew that Jesus was going to come. Do you understand me? Someone had to come first because they needed to see if they could do it without him. That's the story of the Old Testament, isn't it? Man trying to see if they can manage it without God. That's the story of the Old Testament. That's why it's full of blood and guts and killing and death and murderous thoughts and terrible things. It's nothing to do with God's will. It was all to do with man's will, destroying other men. So we can see plainly that on our own, without him, we can't do anything. But with him, we can do all things. Nothing is impossible. That was the whole point. And all, all creation, all creation, when Jesus came was going, well, I thought that man was going to have dominion over the sea and the waves. I thought man was going to have dominion over this creation that God had made. I, th I thought man, a big question mark was at the side of man. Is man really made in the image of God? Can God really use men and women and breathe through them and cause this creation to be in order as God said? That was the big question. Do you understand me? But Jesus came and was born as a baby and grew into a man. The question for Jesus was not what he was like in heaven. Jesus was always at the right hand side of the Father. When the Father looked at Jesus, he went... Who are our kids going to look like, Jesus? Who are they going to look like? And then he went, you know what? They're going to look just like you, Jesus. But heaven, there was no question about who reigns in heaven. 
There was no question about what went on in heaven. The kingdom of God full in heaven. Where was the question? The question was on the earth. Everyone was asking the question. Everyone was asking the question. The sea was asking the question. You understand me? When Jesus spoke to the sea, he was going, this is me as a man speaking to the sea and saying, you will be quiet. This is me speaking to the wind and saying, you will be still. You understand me? When he spoke to those who were having mental torment, when he was speaking to those people, he was speaking over dark powers <coughs> that hurt the mind. And Jesus went, no longer. Do you understand me? Everything that you read in the New Testament is God going, look kids, this is Jesus as a man on the earth, full of my spirit. He is exactly like you are. He's exactly like you are. He's, he's made in the same way that you have been made and you're made in the same way that he is made. And watch him. Does he allow the waves to frighten him? Does he allow the wind to tipple him? Does he allow demons to speak to him? Does he allow principalities and powers to control? Does he allow any of those things? The answer is no. How is it no? He gives himself. That's how it is. It's no because he gives himself. He lays down his life for another who gives him his life in exchange. That is what it means to be a Christian. We lay down our lives for another who comes and fills us and changes us to be like Jesus. That was the whole thing. Jesus answered every question. There is no more questions to be answered because Jesus did it. Everything that raises its voice, everything that is opposing, everything that speaks against him, Jesus answered it all. He answered every question. Finally, he answered death. Didn't he? And he was raised up. You see, Jesus was the first fruits. Jesus was the first fruit. He was the first one in the line of many. Isn't that beautiful? Now, come on, kids, you've got to begin to get this. You see, it's not about what you do, but it's about who you are. Everything starts from who you are. You have got to begin to see yourself the way that he sees you. You've got to begin to see it. Why? We have mirrors here. You've got to begin to look in the mirror and see the reflected glory. Know that God is inside you. As you look, he is looking. He is in you. But you've got to know it. You've got to begin to believe it. This is not, and I don't mean it, it's not church like it used to be. This is your moment to get ready to change the world. We are going to make a difference. Who cares about the other voices? You and I are going to make a difference. We're going to do something together. We are making a difference. But I tell you, we just began. We just began. But it all flows from this place of knowing how God thinks about you. And you've got to begin to agree with him. You have got to say yes. So Jesus did all these things for us. There's no, there's no more questions to be answered. And it says here, it says, when I, uh, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, so you can imagine the psalmist saying this. We'd say this as well. What is man that you were mindful of him? Well, we, we've, we've got the answer. 
My mind is full of you. Concentrating, focusing on you. And the son of man that you would visit him. Well, of course, that's exactly what he did. He visited us. He visited us. Came to show us what's possible. Came to show you what's possible. Isn't it fantastic? Don't you get excited? You don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to live the way that you've been living for years and years and years. You can live a completely different way, on a different dimension, a different place. You can live there, but you've got to know what he thinks about you to do this. Because otherwise, when you hear these words that actually, we need to sharpen that, we need to focus on that, we need to do this, we need to change this, go there, we need to do this in a different way, because the way that we did it wasn't quite right. When you hear those things, if you don't know that he loves you, you think that you're a failure. Do you understand me? That's what happens. There's been no differential between those two things. When you hear those things, when someone says to you, yeah, but you didn't quite get that right, or you didn't do that, you hear it like, I'm rubbish. I can't do it. I'm never going to be able to do this because it sounds like what you've heard all your life from other people outside. But now you've got to go, no, no, that's not true. I, I am who you say that I am. And when you tell me that there's a new way to do it or a different way to behave or a different way to speak, well, that's you wanting me to be more fruitful. I am a tree of life, but I'm going to be more fruitful. That's the way that you have to look at it. Otherwise, it's difficult because every time someone says anything of any kind of correction, any kind of discipline, you just go back to that place again. You've got, to be, you've got to be different to that now. You've got to be different. Because there's so many things that we have to learn and so quickly. We have to learn them quickly. These things that you've heard for years and years, you've got to learn them quickly. It's like I said many times, many, many weeks ago, I said, I, I'm, I'm worried. I actually said to Adam, I'm, I'm, con I'm concerned because I need to know that there's enough people who I can take with me into the world, wherever into the world is. And we can make a difference. I need to know that people are ready. I need to know that they understand that they can speak to the waves and speak to the wind. I need them to know that. You understand me? This is not games anymore. This is real. We're in a real moment. This is a real moment right now. Some of you think, you've, you, some of you think at this point that you've done incredible things. I want to tell you, this is nothing to what we are going to see. This is nothing to what we are going to see. We've got to get ready, though. We've got to get, we've, we've got to take this thing seriously and go, Jesus, I get it. You are the image that I'm meant to be looking at. You're the one that I'm meant to be looking at. And, of course, you've got to know it. This is not about this feeling stuff. You understand me? Feelings are beautiful. Feelings are beautiful, but it's not about that. It's about you going, I know what he says about me. I know when the devil comes to me what he says about me because it's inside me. It's not outside me, it's inside me. This book is inside me, it lives. You have got to know when the devil comes and knocks on your doors and goes, you can't do this. You are dead. You've got to know that you are alive and that you're ready. You've got to know it. Do you understand me? So some of us are just on the edge of this. Some of us have already began to get into it, but the whole household is going to be in this. Do you understand me? I'm not just talking about going out. I'm talking about those who are in going out. Because there's a lot of people who are in going out, you understand me? They're in here, praying away, in here thinking about things, not able always to get out. But they're in going out. They've got it. They are a powerhouse. 
a source. That's why I keep saying, you know, the Lord has need of you. Never say that you are not needed. You are needed. Every single person in this room is needed. Every single person, you are all needed. Every single one, not because I say so, but I do say so, but because Jesus says so. Huh? You know what I said about donkeys? And I know I'm a donkey. I know I'm a donkey, but I'm not a stupid donkey. I'm not a stupid donkey. I'm a wise donkey. I've learned to be wise. Hopefully I've learned to be wise. I'm not a stupid donkey, but I am a donkey. And Jesus loves donkeys. Don't he? Huh? I'm only saying it as a figure of speech. Of course, I'm a person who he loves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean literally. <laughs> 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 But this is what it says, and the son of man that you visit him, he visited us. So this is written before Jesus ever got here. What is man that you are mindful of him, that you would visit us? And Jesus goes, oh man, you just don't know, do you? What I've got in my heart for you. We're destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're not destroyed because of the devil. We're not destroyed because of sin. We're not destroyed because of any, any enemy mistakes. We're not destroyed any of those things. We're destroyed because we have a lack of knowledge. But once you know what Jesus has done, once you know what he's really done, then the devil has no right anymore. Because now you're living in the truth, and the truth's living in you. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? He says here, for you have made him a little lower than the angels, so even in the Old Testament. Now this is a progressive revelation. You have made man a little lower than the angels. Yeah, yeah, but it's all changed. It's all changed. Do you not know? Do you not understand that we will judge the angels? Huh? Don't you understand it? We're not lower than the angels. What did Paul say? He said you will judge the angels. <coughs> We're not lower than the angels. Of course not. Why? Because we are in Jesus. We are seated. So the, so the psalmist looks and he goes, that we're lower than the angels. It's a beautiful thing. And Jesus goes, no, no, son, son. That's before. Think about afterwards. What did I do for you? Oh, yes. I raised you up with myself in heavenly places. I sat you in me in heavenly places. Your position is no longer under. It's over. You were over and above. But you've got to begin to believe it because if you don't believe it, when the enemy comes, you just left going, ooh. But listen. It's, it's all in the scriptures. Shall I read these scriptures to you? Just so you know that I'm not, I'm not messing with your brains. This is what it says. Ephesians 2 and verse 6, it says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Where are you? When God thinks about you, where are you? Oh, that's a pretty neat place to be, isn't it? Huh? And seated us with him. We're, we're not stood up, we're seated. What's, when you're seated... You were hopefully in a place of rest. You were seated with him in heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus. And then it says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1, Since then you have been raised with Christ. You have been, not you were going to be, but you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. That's where he is. That's where we are. We have to set our mind there. Not like airy-fairy. I'm not talking about that. You know me. I'm not talking about that. I am, I am more and more practical. More and more like understanding everything happens here. But it's all happened there. 
so that when I go somewhere, I am transacting what has already... I'm administrating what's already happened here. But this is real. This is very practical. You can't just go anywhere. God's got to do something with you inside. He's got to do something with the way that you speak, the way that you act, the way that you behave. You're not, you can't just do anything you want. That's all finished. It's all finished, man. You want to get into this place, it's all finished. That Now you've got to learn what it means to walk in the kingdom of God. All of us have got to learn it together. And those that know it already are going, Paul, I already know this. All right, well, you've got to help other people know what it means. That's your job. That's what you've got to start doing. Every one of us is going to be in this place together. Huh? He says this. Listen to this. Ephesians 1, verse 21 to 23. It says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Oh, sorry. Uh, Ephesians 1, 21 to 23. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked. Not, in, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet. Okay, so under the feet of Jesus. And appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body. The fullness of him who fills everything in everywhere. Okay, which is his body. Well, the head is not in one place and the body in another, although we are on the earth. But do you understand me? We are seated with him in these places over all things. We are over all things. You, the body, the body of Christ. The thing is, we don't, we don't believe it. We believe more that other people, governments, institutions, organisations, they're what's up there. No, you're up there. High above everything else, sat with Jesus because you were part of his body. You understand me? That's where you are. And yes, of course, it, physically you were here. But that's where you are. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? You're not just crowned. Listen to me. You're not just crowned as if we'd know what that means. But you're not just crowned with honour and glory. You were raised up with Jesus, sat with him in heavenly places, knowing the mind of Christ together. Huh? Isn't it beautiful? You don't seem to believe me. It is in the word, honestly. And we've, we've got to get to this place because this is where we're walking from. Together, we're walking from this place in the earth. We're not starting under. We're starting over. I once remember Tom Arnold saying to me, we were going to Uganda. I said, Tom, what are we going to do? He said, Paul, first of all, we're going to see the president. Then we're going to go to the TV station. I went, oh, thought we were just going to some village somewhere. No, we're going to see the president, then we're going to go to the TV station. Something inside me was born in that moment. And I, I think that Tom went, I think Tom said to me, Paul, you understand, you've got to understand where you are. You don't start at the bottom, you start at the top. You start at the top, you don't start at the bottom. Ever since he said that, I just went, that's what we're going to do. That's what we've got to learn to do. Because whilst everybody else would laugh at you and go, you were uneducated. You were, you were unsophisticated. You are, are, are not the person that I think you should be. You're not the one that can do it because you don't look the part. You ain't got all the certificates. You ain't got all the examinations. You ain't got this. You ain't got that. You ain't got the other. I've heard all those things. I'll tell you again and again and again. And I don't give one jot. Not one jot because I know who I am in him. And he takes me places that you would, honestly, we talk about angels. I can tell you stories about angels, man. Honestly. Honestly. Beautiful. 
We're going to live there together. This is not for me. This is for all of us. You understand me? I'm, I'm trying to encourage you. You've got to go, oh, yes, Paul, I'm going to have this. That's it. You see, Shazzy Baby's doing it. Don't you call her that. She won't let you. <laughs> I can call her that. But she, she's getting it. She gets it. She's there, yeah, yeah, and getting it. Huh? Some people get it and some people go, no, no, I'm not believing this. Well, I'll tell you now. You've got to believe it to have it. You understand me? It's all available, but you've got to say yes. You've got to choose it. A proper choice. You know, when someone says to you, I invite you to come to tea, you've got to make a choice. You can't just think inside, oh, mm, 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 mm. No, but that's what we do, isn't it? Actually, I'll use handkerchief, because thank you very much. I did that one time before, and I had white bits all over me. <laughs> <laughs> just breaks up on your face, doesn't it? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Let me have a drink. I keep looking at it and going, I need a drink, and then I forget. So, I want to just read this. you love this. It's 1 Corinthians 15, 20, and then 45. I don't know if you can blast it over there for a say. So, like I said, Jesus was the first fruits. The thought was, Jesus, this is what Jesus thought. That's why he rebuked the disciples. Do you understand me? When he went, you give them some bread, and they went, mm, uh, 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 us? What are we going to do? We haven't got enough money. He's going, no, no, I don't mean that. I mean, just create it. Just make it. You just make it. It's in, it's in your hands. Just, you've done this before, boys. You can do it. <laughs> just believe. And you'll be making fresh bread. That's why he didn't, he wasn't about money or all like that. It was like, you can do this stuff, lads. He was expecting them to do this stuff. You know when he said to Peter, walk on the water. And Peter went, well, I'm not quite sure about this. He's going, come on, you can do it. It's not a problem. Get your eyes off the waves, just walk. You understand me? To Jesus, this is normal stuff. We go, oh, this is, this is, no, this is normal stuff. We can walk places and do things. Go places that you've never been before. You can do it. If you want to do it, do you want to do it? Yeah. It doesn't matter what dimension you uh, live in presently. Do you understand me? Everything, if you want to do this stuff, you can do it. you just got to believe that you can do it because everything else is your choice. Everything else has been done for you. You have to make a choice and stop making excuses. So... 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So he's talking about those who have fallen asleep. They haven't died, they've just fallen asleep, okay? So he never saw them as dead. Everyone's alive. The coffin lid's always open. You understand me? Every, everyone dies once and is raised to life. Simple as that, everyone. Some are raised to condemnation, others are raised to life. But the coffin's open... Everyone dies once and is raised. Everyone. If anyone thinks they're going to get away with it, they're not going to get away with it. You understand me? That's going to be a shock to a lot of people, isn't it? Huh? I mean, I just watched a film recently. I can't think what it was. But, man, he was going to get a big shock because he didn't think. He didn't think at all. Oh, I know what it was. It was the widow. That's what we were watching. I don't know if anyone's seen that. But he didn't think at all that when his wife, when he murdered his wife... And the coffin lid went down. He didn't ever think that she'd be raised up again. Huh? He didn't think that and he didn't think he would be. 
But I'm telling you, both of them will be. Both of them. So there's going to be a big shock in there. There's a lot of big shocks going to happen. But we're on the right side of the big shock. We're in the big life. It's beautiful, isn't it? So he was the first fruit of those who were fallen asleep. And then it says in verse 45, it says, The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. So, there's those who live and breathe. In fact, the Bible says we live, breathe, and have our whole being in him. Everybody does. We like fish in a bowl. We all, we're all like fish in a bowl. We live because we're in the bowl. And the life's all around us, and therefore we're living. Everyone is living like that. But some just live a dead life. I don't mean this in a critical way. I just mean that they have life, but they're not really life-giving. They have life, but they don't give any life anywhere. This is what it says about Jesus. It says that Jesus was a life-giving spirit. So Jesus not only lived, but he gave life. He was a life-giving spirit who continued through the transaction of death into a whole new dimension. But before he died, he was a man, and after he died, he was a man. He said, flesh and bone, flesh, flesh, flesh and bone do you not see? Well, you, you understand me. We are all going to be raised as men and women with a glorified body. We don't know what that looks like. We don't know what it feels like. But you are going to be you. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. Me and Richard will be having a time when we get up there, I tell you. Eh? I, I often think about people who have gone before me. To me, they're not dead. I don't think about them in terms of dead. They're alive. They're alive. They're surrounding us. They're listening. Some of them might be listening in right now. You know, the, we've got live streaming, but I mean, they're really going to be around here, honestly. Huh? No, but I really believe it. There's a proper... A proper load of people around us and listening into all sorts of things. Not just here, of course, but hey, it's a good seat in this house. But not just here, but all over the world. There's those who are watching. Jesus is watching. He knows. He's got eyes everywhere. Beautiful. Huh? But do you understand me? It says this. Verse 48, it says, As was the earthly man, so are those who were of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, we shall bear the image of the heavenly man. Do you not see? Touch and see. Flesh and bone. That's what he said, didn't he? He said flesh and bone. He's a man in heaven. Jesus is a man in heaven. You are going to be a man, a woman in heaven. But in the meantime, we are going to be in his image now and in his image then. So what's your life about then? It's been about in, being in his image. You are not only going to live, you're not only a person that's living, but you are a person who is living and giving life. That's the difference between people. Some people live and they just have their being. Other people live and give life. They are life-giving people. What are you? You've got to decide, what do you want to be? What, what am I going to be the rest of my life? Am I going to be someone that just lives? Or am I going to be a life-giving person everywhere that I go? And I'm answering it for you. You're going to be a life-giving person everywhere. You are going to carry life everywhere that you go. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? You see, when, when this guy wrote Psalm 8, I mean, 
You know, it's, it's a beautiful psalm, isn't it? But it's nothing like the psalm that we could read right now. It's nothing like the psalm that we could write now. We can answer a lot of these questions because Jesus has done it. Huh? You're not a little lower than the angels. You were raised up with Jesus, sat in heavenly places. You have power, you have authority. You're made in his image. What is man that you are mindful of him? Well, he's mindful every, every second, every millisecond of the day. He's thinking about you, concentrated, focused on you. You are everything that he's thinking about. Huh? And he's given us all this creation to do what? To take care of it. <coughs> to steward it. To look after it. It's not enough. You can't just go, well, well, I don't care about this and I don't care about that. I don't care about the other. No, you can't do that. You are a caretaker. You're the caretaker. So all the things that are going on, you've got to look at them and go, where is the call of my heart? What, where am I meant to be going? What is the thing that I love to do? What is it that makes me cry and laugh? We don't have to go into all that. But what a beautiful... You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. Well, this is Old Testament. Can you say this? Can you say this? He wants you to be able to say this. Huh? Some of us are scared of creepy crawlies. No, you have to speak to them. You have to overcome those fears. You have to overcome those fears, honestly. You are given dominion. There's only one person that has to believe it. You have to believe it. We're running away from all sorts of things that we're scared of, but Jesus makes you an overcomer. You are over, not under. He has made you go above and beyond. It's beautiful. Huh? Above and beyond. I mean, we just have to get ready. And this is my message. That's why they're raised up to go into countries. Disciple nations, it says. Puts a whole new, puts a whole new thing on it, doesn't it? Nations. It's not, it's not only ones and twos. It's whole nations that we're going to disciple. Huh? How are we going to do that? Are we ready to do it? Are those ministries that you carry, those things that you carry, are, are you ready to do something? That he's going to make a huge difference everywhere. Are you ready for it? Because that's what we're going to do. Nothing less. I mean, I'm looking forward to Nigel. I mean, we've got to pray, haven't we, Nigel? Nigel's coming to, coming to, well, I'm saying he is. I don't know yet. <laughs> he's believing it. I'm believing it. He's coming to Paraguay with me next time. What are we going to do? We're going to hopefully take, I always get, <laughs> rapid response. I always say rapid relief and he goes, no. It's not a rapid relief, it's rapid response. <laughs> <laughs> That's an injection. But we're praying and we believe that we're going to affect a nation with that ministry as well. Why not? And you go, is it possible? Yeah, of course it's possible. This is why we're raised up. Why aren't we thinking this stuff? You can do things that are beyond your present thoughts, but if only you will dream with God. What is man? What, is, what, what are we that he's mindful of us? But I tell you, his mind is full of us. And he's going, kids, you can do it. You can do it. I'm with you all the way. We're going to see a difference. We are not going to be those who are fearful, who are going to be panicking, who are going to look at the state of the world and go, this is it. We are going down. This is not Armageddon. 
This is not anything like that. We are going to make a difference. And we're going to bring some restoration everywhere that we go. You are going to do that. Do you agree with me? That's what we've got to be like. You've got to read that paper, hear that report, and go, okay, that's what the media says. But it's not what my God says. He's got a different agenda. Amen? Come on, let's just stand up. Father, I want to thank you, Jesus, that your mind is full of us, Lord. You have got a mind that is concentrated on us, that loves us. You want to lift us up, Lord. You want to lift us up, Jesus, just like you lift that young man up who was in the coffin. You want to lift us up, Lord. There were many carrying him, Lord. There were many carrying him out of that city, Lord. But you came along, put your hand on him and lifted him up and presented him to his mother. But Lord, you present us to the Godhead, to our mum and dad. You present us full, glorified, sanctified. Father, I want to thank you, Jesus, for all that you were doing in our lives, Lord. And wherever we are right now, Lord, whatever we're going on with us, Lord, we just pray that we might know deep in our spirit what you say about us. Lord, that when we look in the mirror, we would begin to know deeply who we are, Lord, and how you see us. Father, I'm asking it, Lord, for this whole household. We want to know it, Father, deep inside ourselves, Lord, so that the, the insecurity... The things that try to get hold of us and tell us we're nothing and can't do anything and we're rubbish, Lord. We don't even want to listen to those things anymore, Father. We just want them to hit us, Father, and like rebound off us, Father, because we know that we know how much you love us and what you have done for us, Lord, because you visited us, Jesus, and you changed everything, Lord. You changed everything, Lord. Oh, Father, I want to thank you so much, Jesus. We are not the underdogs, Lord, but we are the overcomers, Lord. And you have set things before us, Jesus. And we see them, Lord. And we want to take a hold of them, Father. Now, Father, I ask especially, Lord, that those that are still stood here, Lord, going, what, me? Lord, I just ask, Father, that you would reveal yourself, Jesus, in a special way to those who are sat there wondering... If it is possible, Father, you do it. Holy Spirit, you do it, Father. No matter my enthusiasm, Lord. No matter my, my desperation, Father, Lord. It doesn't do it. But you, by your Spirit, Lord, do these things in us. And that's what we're asking for, Father. As a household, and Lord, we want to thank you for all the things that you have done, Lord. The things that you have made us to be. And that which you've put before us. Lord, we want to glorify you and thank you so much, Lord. You are the best, Jesus. Your name is majestic, Lord. Your name is over every name, Jesus. And we want to thank you, Jesus. Thank you for such a beautiful time this morning, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you would put your hand on all, everyone in this room, Lord, everyone in this house, Father, and especially those, Father, that have been on this platform, Lord, who sometimes, I know, Lord, would get a a battle afterwards, Father. I'm just asking, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would surround them, envelop them, Father, and all of this house, Father, in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord.